Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City. From WNYC. It's Wednesday, July 12th. Here's the midday news from Michael Hill. An oversight hearing is underway right now in the New York City Council as council members examine the Adams administration's response to last month's air quality emergency. So far today, the focus has been on how the city communicates with New Yorkers and current forecasting capabilities for monitoring air quality. Stay with WNYC for more updates. Four people, including two children, are recovering after being shot at a park in the Bronx yesterday evening. Police say the shooter rode the back of a scooter to St. James Park. The gunman got off and started shooting. NYPD Chief of Patrol, John Chell. However, once again, we have a recovering theme in the city. Illegal bikes, illegal firearms, and people who pull those firearms. Over the weekend, a man on a scooter went on a shooting spree across several barrels, killing one person. All four victims are expected to be okay. No arrests have been reported. The investigation is underway. 88 and sunny right now, as we set an air quality alert again today. Sunny and 93 for a high today. And then tomorrow, slim chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Partly sunny, 91, but it's going to feel like it's the mid-90s. Again, 88 and sunny. Everybody's got a story about a piece of music. I thought this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. It's about pure experience, pure connection, pure joy. This song allowed me to survive. I'm Terrence McKnight with a new season of The Open Ears Project. Every Monday in under 20 minutes, you'll hear a different guest share their story. So you can start your week on the right note. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Subway surfing. It's a trend in New York City that's become more popular and deadly. It claimed the lives of two teenagers in recent weeks. The MTA and Mayor Eric Adams are asking social media companies to stop spreading subway surfing videos. But as WNYC Stephen Nesson reports, one local teen is taking a much different approach. This sound is from a video of a subway train roaring through a tunnel, except it's filmed from a place most riders will never see, the top of a train. The video then cuts to several breathtaking images of city skylines and graffiti-tagged subway tunnels. They're images taken by subway surfer Cassi Loriano. He didn't really process it as being something dangerous. That's Loriano's classmate and friend, Alexander Antelman, who created a video montage now on display at the Oculus Transit Center in Lower Manhattan. It was more just him urban exploring and having fun. And I think that at some point after you do stuff like this, a lot of times you feel invincible, like nothing's going to happen to you. But last August, Loriano died while riding on top of a seven train at Hudson Yards. Antelman says the exhibit is a way to honor his friend and hopefully prevent another person from suffering the same fate. I wanted to do something for him, you know? I didn't, I didn't want him to be left totally in vain, so this is what I did. Throughout the video, text messages pop up on the bottom of the screen. They're some of the last words Antelman sent to his friend. One reads, Yo, K-Bro, okay, let me know if you're good, in text shorthand. 
Then another text appears. It's from Loriano's mom. Hey, do you know where Cassie is? He didn't come home last night. Antelman hopes the contrast between death-defying images and the reality of a mom's worried messages will resonate with subway surfers or anyone thinking about trying it. Still, the number of subway surfing deaths keeps ticking up. There have been four so far this year, compared to just five between 2018 and 2022. And the MTA says there have been more than 1,300 recordings of people riding outside or on top of subway trains since the start of 2022. Antelman hopes his video exhibit will be a wake-up call, but he knows it won't change everyone's mind. I mean, this stuff has been happening from like my research forever since the trains were first in New York. So I guess it's more widespread now, but it's always existed. And I don't think that they could really stop it, to be honest. Antelman does see some change. He says after Cassi Loriano died, his group of friends stopped subway surfing. Stephen Nesson, WNYC News. Hudson Valley officials are figuring out how to get the support they need as the region begins cleaning up and rebuilding after the devastating storms and floods this weekend. Brendan Casey is the Orange County Commissioner of Emergency Services, and he joins us now. Commissioner, how are you, sir? Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, welcome. We're a few days from the actual rainfall now. What's it like on the ground where you are today? Well, we're uh, we're slowly getting those roads open. Uh, the CSX rail line, which runs along the river, is now open uh, from what they've told us, which is amazing, uh, the amount of work they did down there. But uh, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. There's still a lot of damage that, that needs to be mitigated. So uh, I'm on my way to a meeting now. Uh, we have an incident command system uh, set up down there and uh, provide for human needs, infrastructure repair. And uh, so far, the elected officials have been very supportive. So we're hoping that that support continues up to the federal level. What kind of improvement have you seen over the last couple of days? Well, uh, when when the event happened, the entire village in that town was cut off from road traffic. We couldn't we couldn't get any resources in there. Whatever was in there was wow. basically trapped in there. So uh, the main thing we wanted the road crews and DOT to do was get the roads open so we could begin getting people and resources in there. So that's happened. We can get in and out now. There's there's one way in and out off of 293. Um, 9W is still in bad shape. The Popolopin Bridge, which is just north of the Bear Mountain Circle, is still closed and 9W coming over the mountain from Cornwall into the West Point and Highland Falls area is still closed. So there's still a lot of challenges there, but uh, you can move around on the streets. We have bridge inspection teams in there. Uh, we've respected the reservoir, the dams. So we're, we're moving in the right direction. It's just still uh, going to take some time. Commissioner, you've worked on the ground in the area for quite some time. You worked your way up through the state trooper ranks and even worked at the World Trade Center site after 9-11. What are the challenges your teams are facing right now? Um, you know, all of these events are, you know, they're similar in, in, in the sense that, you know, there's the traumatic event and then you have to stand up your, your incident command team to tackle the various problems that are associated with it. So, yeah, I've been doing it for 37 years now, and, and you kind of learn along the way what not to do, what to do. Uh, we ran the COVID response for the county, which was a never-ending event. So, yeah, it's been a long career, 
Um, but, you know, the county executive Newhouse hires uh, a lot of people with expertise, and, and we bring that to bear when these small villages and towns kind of get overwhelmed. We come in as a county team, and then we can bring our state partners in. So we have a good good team in place, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get it fixed. Uh, Commissioner, just a few seconds left here. What support do residents need, the folks who are pumping out water and clearing up the debris? Yeah, we have a 311 uh, line in Orange County. They can call that for any concerns or questions they have. There is a aid center opened at the Sacred Heart Church in the village there. Um, so we, we're addressing the human needs, and we're, we have to you have to put your damage assessments together in order to get to a certain threshold for a FEMA declaration. So we're working on that, right. and right now we're just trying to make sure that we get whatever aid we can in there monetarily to the municipalities and individuals uh, if we can get to that threshold. So we're working on that at this point. Thank you, Brendan Casey. is Orange County's Commissioner of Emergency Services on his way to Highland Falls this morning. Commissioner, thank you. Great. Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Be sure to catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. More this evening 